Thank you for joining in on the Finding My Identity podcast series. Are you tired and worn out trying to keep up this image that you've made to fit in with others? Or do you struggle just making it out of your home because everything you do seems meaningless? Have you not developed addictions to drugs or alcohol, your job, your girlfriend or boyfriend, pornography? Maybe you're on your last straw and you've believed the lie that you're not worth living in this world anymore. Well, David said this to God, you formed my inward parts. You wove me in my mother's womb. I will give thanks to you for I am remarkably and wonderfully made. Let's find and begin living out this wonderful image that is waiting just for you to claim. My name is Zach Moon and I'll be your guide. So we've talked a lot about the mind and the body and the soul and the spirit. Uh, for these next two episodes, the goal is to dive into what exactly those are. Um, there's definitely a misconception uh, revolving around whether we're just one body or just one mind or just one soul or, or is there even a soul? Is there a spirit? Um, is there an afterlife? Um, there's a lot of misconception and um, three terms that help simplify um, the the, the most common manifestations of identi- identity come from Hinduism. Um, and the first term is monism, uh, which where the mind and body are manifestations of one thing. Uh, and then we have qualified monism, whereas the whole universe is compiled to one God that um, more commonly relates to Hinduism. Uh, and the last one is dualism, which is more common in which you'll see in America, um, whereas the mind and body are separate and distinct from each other. So there's a lot of different theories that go into each one of these, um, and they're not just limited to these three, but um, the majority of theories um, will come from one of these three, which is uh, interesting how they all come from Hinduism. But um, there's one African tribe that has a very well-developed theory regarding the manifestations of identity. Um, and they've spread their identity as far as the Americas, um, and that is the Yoruba tribe. Um, and, and they call it the, the Yoruba triadic theory uh, of self. Uh, it's a much more complete conception of the self than most of the theories we've discussed previous, previously in other episodes, but um, their conception of self uh, can be confounded into three different manifestations. That is Ara, Emi, and Ori. Ara being the physical body, emi the soul, and ori the mind. The ori constitutes the majority of personal identity because it's the personality of one being, holding the self-awareness of the self. So that is all meaning, purpose, and life. It's held in the ori. Um, That includes, but is not limited to, relationships, biological aspects, psychological aspects, spiritual aspects, uh, and also destiny um, and ancestry, um, which is it's a very interesting topic for them. But uh, another argument uh, for different manifestations of identity come from the philosophers um, Shetman and Adioff. Um, what I like best about their arguments is the fact that self-awareness is is really the the center of their argument um, and I believe it is definitely important um, that we have a self-awareness of the self um, and then there's really not a lot of theories that um, talk about 
self-awareness. Um, but of course, it cannot be defined um, by self-awareness alone. Um, the Apostle Paul says in 1 Corinthians 6.19 that our body is a temple of the Holy Spirit. Um, as we are born again in the Holy Spirit, um, this is me talking now, but we are given a new spirit, um, that of which the Holy Spirit comes and dwells with us, helping us to transform. Um, and when he does come, he will be with us when our bodies are clean. Um, and our bodies are clean only when Jesus forgives us of our sins. And that is why um, he died on the cross, to, to make us clean. And when we are clean, the Holy Spirit helps us to stay clean. Um, and Paul also says in First Thessalonians 5.23 that may your whole spirit, soul, and body be preserved blameless at the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. Um, so our material bodies are definitely more evident than our souls and spirits as they are much more or less distinguishable. Um, and Buddha says that most of our troubles come from our desires, uh, those desires which come from our soul. Um, and that is true. As the Holy Spirit continues to dwell in us and with us, um, our spirit is strengthened by the Holy Spirit, um, which works inside us to renew our soul and mind. Um, I know that that's 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 hard to to comprehend, but um, the the whole um, basis there is that um, as Jesus dies on the cross, um, the blood that He shed, it is a an atonement for our sins. Um, so therefore, our sins no, no longer uh, destine us for hell, um, because when we accept his blood, when we accept his sacrifice, um, our sins are forgiven and, and we are made clean. And once we are clean and once we are set free from our sin, um, the Holy Spirit is sent um, after Jesus died on the cross so that we can stay clean. Um, and, and that as we stay clean um, and as the Holy Spirit um, dwells with us, and as he, he walks with us, um, he strengthens our spirit. Um, and so we do have a body, we do have a soul, we do have a spirit, um, and that spirit is what cleanses, it's what strengthens uh, and renews our soul and our body. Um, so that, I know it is complicated, um, and I would encourage you to, uh, to go to the Holy Spirit to try and, and figure out that truth because I alone cannot do that. Um, so next episode, we'll continue to discuss the manifestations of identity, uh, looking more specifically at Hindu and Buddhist approaches um, as we also continue to let the Holy Spirit dwell in us. We were made for the Holy Spirit to dwell with us.